Hey babes, welcome back to another amazing episode of Holy Babes Podcast. My name is Nisha Pleasant and you are listening to season two, episode nine of Holy Babes Podcast. Today's episode is called Faith Walk. Now, before we jump in, I want to go ahead and share with you guys the link so that you guys can listen to more Holy Babes Podcasts, join our Bible study group, our movie nights, as well as our weekly Bible study plans and our lives. Visit bio.link slash holy babe that's b-i-o dot l-i-n-k slash h-o-l-y-b-a-b-e and you'll be able to follow us on all of our social media platforms from the same link all right now let's go ahead and set the mood invite god in so that we can get started with today's episode Holy Spirit, we invite you into this podcast episode with us. We ask that your presence be felt and that your knowledge and your wisdom is given to us. Revelation that we need regarding this topic. Learn and grow from today's message. Have their hearts and their ears open to receiving this message. I ask that you soften their hearts right now as they are listening, Father God. I ask that you give them the knowledge that they need and the understanding to be able to receive it. I also ask that you continue to uh, do a work within them so that they can be able to not only hear this message, but apply it to their lives, make this message a part of their lives and make you a part of their lives. So we just thank you for gathering us all here together. I ask that you guide and lead me that I say the things that you would have for me to say today and that I be led solely by you, Father God. So I humble myself and I uplift you and I pray that this reaches whoever it is that needs to hear this. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. All right, guys. So the first thing we're going to talk about is what faith is. What is faith? So Let's go to Hebrews 11 verse 1. And I'm reading from my NIV Bible today. All right. So it says, now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. So as followers of Christ, we have to walk by faith and not by sight. Those who may not know God might look at a situation and go, that's impossible and that'll never happen. But as followers of Christ, we don't look at what we can physically see with our eyes. We look at the the spiritual part of it. We know that we serve a God who works behind the scenes, who can do things behind the scenes that we don't know about, the spiritual part of things. Things happen spiritually before they happen physically. So all we need is to be confident in God and be confident in the God that we serve and in his word and in his promises and know that all things are possible through him because there is nothing that he cannot do, that we serve a mighty God and that there is nothing that's impossible because he is God. Now, where should our faith come from? Let's head to Romans chapter 10, verse 17. Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message and the message is heard through the word about Christ. So faith comes by hearing the gospel of Jesus Christ and you would have to build on to that faith as you continue to get closer to God, as you continue to read your word, as you continue to apply his word to your life, you know, working on your relationship and building that trust, the more you'll grow in your faith. So he should be your number one priority. This is the most important relationship you'll ever have in your life, ever. God is the most important. So in order for your faith to grow, your relationship with Jesus has to grow. Just like any other relationship, God. As you continue to grow in him and have a relationship with him, the more you'll grow in your faith. So you have to be actively seeking him for you to grow in your faith. Follow his word so that you can actively grow in your faith. All right, so I pray that I explained that well. Let's go ahead and move on to the next part. All right, so to walk in your faith takes action. Just like 
literally walking takes action. You need to move your legs. Walking by faith takes action as well. Faith without works is dead. Let's go to James 2 verses 14 through 26. And I'm going to be reading from my NLT version for this part. And it says, what good is it, dear brothers and sisters, if you say you have faith, but don't show it by your actions? Suppose you see a brother or sister who has no food or clothing and you say goodbye and have a good day. Stay warm and eat well. But then you don't give that person any food or clothing. What good does that do? So you see, faith by itself isn't enough unless it produces good deeds. It is dead and useless. Now someone may argue, some people have faith, others have good deeds. But I say, how can you show me your faith if you don't have good deeds? I will show you my faith by my good deeds. You say you have faith, for you believe that there is one God. Good for you. Even demons believe this, and they tremble in fear. How foolish. Can't you see that faith without good deeds is useless? Don't you remember that our ancestor Abraham has shown to be right with God by his actions when he offered his son Isaac on the altar. You see, his faith and his actions worked together. His actions made his faith complete. And so it happened, just as the scripture says, Abraham believed God and he counted him as righteous because of his faith. He was even called the friend of God. So you see, we are shown to be good with God by what we do, not by faith alone. Rahab, the prostitute, is another example. She was shown to be right with God by her actions. When she hid those messengers and sent them safely away by a different road. Just as the body is dead without breath, so also faith is dead without good works. Now, verses 21 through 22 says, Don't you remember that our ancestor Abraham was shown to be right by with God? by his actions when he offered his son Isaac on the altar. You see, his faith and his actions worked together. His actions made his faith complete. So our faith and our actions is what completes our faith. You can't say you believe and not put those beliefs in action. You can't say you receive the Lord Jesus Christ and not put that into action and actively live according to his word. You have to put all those things in action and show that you're living a life of faith. It says even demons believe. If you are calling yourself a child of God, then you have to do more than just believe. Now, Abraham showed that he had faith in God. He was willing to be obedient to God and trust God, even though I'm sure he did not want to put his son on that altar. Now, obviously, that was a test. It was like God was testing his faith. So when we look at verse 23, and it says, God counted him as righteous because of his faith. Abraham didn't ask any questions. He did what it is that God told him to do. Abraham didn't just say he had faith. He got up and did the action to show that he had faith. He moved. He walked in his faith. When you put your faith to action, that is you walking in faith. Otherwise, it's just faith. And faith without works is dead. Verse 26 says, Just as the body is dead without breath, so also faith is dead without good works. 
I'm going to give you guys one more biblical example. And if you want more biblical examples, read Hebrews chapter 11 and it should give you several more. But I'm going to read about the woman, the sick woman in Jesus when he heals her. So you can turn to Mark 5 verses 24 through 34. Jesus went with him and all the people followed crowding around him. A woman in the crowd had suffered for 12 years with constant bleeding. She had suffered a great deal from many doctors, and over the years she had spent everything she had to pay them. But she had gotten no better. In fact, she had gotten worse. She had heard about Jesus. Listen to this. She had heard about Jesus. Remember what we just read about in Romans chapter 10, verse 17. Let's go ahead and continue. So she came up behind him through the crowd and touched his robe. For she thought to herself, if I can just touch his robe, I will be healed. Immediately, the bleeding stopped and she could feel in her body that she had been healed of her terrible condition. Jesus realized at once that healing power had gone out from him. So he turned around in the crowd and asked, who touched my robe? His disciples said to him, look at this crowd pressing against you. How can you ask who touched me? But he kept on looking around to see who had done it. Then the frightened woman, trembling at the realization of what had happened to her, came and fell on her knee, on her knees in front of him and told him what she had done. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith made you well. Go in peace. Your suffering is over. So I wanted to point out the fact that she had heard about Jesus. Not only did she hear about him, she believed what she heard and then she acted on it. She walked in her faith. She put her faith to action. She believed that Jesus could heal her. Not only did she believe it, but she acted out on it. She put her faith to action. She put her belief in action and she stepped out on faith and went to go touch Jesus. A man she had never seen before, but just a man who she had heard about. She put her faith in action into this man who she didn't know. And she got healed because of her faith. Because she put her faith in action. Because she believed so strongly that he could heal her. Some of us are steady asking God to do this and do that. It's not that he can't do it. But you have yet to put yourself in a place to receive it. You have yet to do your part. That's like saying, God, I know you can get me a new job and failing to, to fill out the application. Yes, he can do it. But what are you doing? You give your all and walk by faith. Even when you feel like, okay, this is crazy. I'm going to do it anyway because I know my God can come through. And he moves. He's moved by my faith. That's exactly what it says in his word. Hebrews 11 verse 6 says, And without faith, it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Our faith is what moves God. It's what moves his hands in our lives. So if you want to see God's hands in everything that you do and in your life, then you have to allow him to do so. That means that you have to be willing to 
walk by faith, that you have to be willing to walk in complete faith, meaning you have to put that faith, that belief that you have, that you say that you believe in him, then you have to put it to action. Then you have to walk by faith to make that faith complete. Don't just say that you believe, show that you believe. And the best way to show that you believe is to actively walk by faith. Now, walking is a verb. This is an action. So always remember, to walk by faith, you have to be putting an action behind it. Luke chapter 17 verses 5 through 6 says, The apostle said to the Lord, Increase our faith. He replied, If you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say, to this mulberry tree, be rooted and planted in the sea, and it will obey you. So all we need is a mustard seed of faith. So another thing that I wanted to touch on is that we have to also use the authority given to us by God. And that means that we have to speak with authority, which is an action as well. So talk the faith talk and walk the faith walk. And we have to make sure that we are able to speak life over ourselves, speak what the word of God has said. And Proverbs 18.21 says that the tongue has the power of both life and death. So if you are not speaking life over yourself, you're not speaking what the word of God says, and instead you're being negative, talking about you'll never be able to do this or you know, that that's impossible and just speaking negatively, you're speaking death over your life. You're speaking death over, you know, yourself. And we shouldn't be doing that as followers of Christ. We have to speak life. And another thing, when you give into those negative thoughts and you come into agreement with them, you're coming to agreement with the enemy. Negative thoughts are coming from the enemy. And when you agree with those thoughts, you're coming to agreement with the enemy. He's like, yeah, you're not going to be able to do that. And then you're like, yeah, I don't think I'll be able to do that. So you are agreeing with the enemy and you're coming into agreement with him and speaking death over yourself. He wants you to doubt yourself because he knows that if he can place fear and doubt, then he can try to stop you from walking by faith. And he does this because he knows that faith is what moves God. So he attacks faith and he attacks it with fear. He attacks it with doubt. He does not want you to walk into the authority that God has given you. That you have the right to trample over snakes and scorpions because God has given you that power through the Holy Spirit. So don't look at what you can see. Choose to be led by the Holy Spirit. So when things are looking crazy, choose to hold on to your faith. Choose to cling to Jesus and speak the word of God over your life. Speak what Jesus has already spoken over you. You are blessed. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. And you are a child of God. All right, guys. So I'm going to end this here. Let's go ahead and pray out. And then you guys can enjoy the rest of your night or your morning, wherever you are in the world. So, Father God, I thank you for this beautiful message as you have given us, Lord. Bless the, the ears who have been here listening, Lord, I ask that you help them to be able to fully trust in you, Father God, to walk by faith and not by sight. I ask that you teach them what it means to really depend on you, Father God, to let go of control and fully surrender their lives to you, God, and their lifestyles to you, Father God. Let go of the past, God. Let go of anything that's holding them back 
from walking by faith, Father God. I ask that you give them the strength to let go of those things as well, Father God. I ask that you help them to see, but nothing is impossible with you, Father God. We know that you are able to do all things, Lord, and that you all we have to do is put our trust and our faith in you, Father God, and you will deliver. We know that our faith moves you, Father God. So we ask that you help us to increase our faith, Father God. And as we increase our faith, Father God, ask that you help us to just continue to walk by faith. Even when the enemy comes prowling, Father God, I ask that you help us to stay rooted in you, Father God, so that we so that we won't lose hope, God. And instead, we will remain rooted in you and in our faith, Father God. I also pray for their minds, Father God. I ask that you protect them, God. Guard their hearts and their minds from anything that the enemy may be trying to throw their way, God, and implant into their hearts or their minds, Father God, to mold and shape them, God, into the people that you have made them to be, God. I ask that you protect them no matter where it is that they go, God, that you are there leading and guiding them, God, and protecting them from the things that of the enemy, God, and the tactics of the enemy, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, guys, I'll see you next Tuesday. I pray you guys have a blessed and amazing rest of your week. Please make sure you stay in your word and stay prayed up. I love you, but Jesus loves you more. Stay holy and stay blessed. See ya.